Hello, I'm Lonnie Hirsch, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of my ongoing podcast series on the business of healthcare. Today, my guest is Chris McReynolds, CEO of WellSource. For the past 40 years, WellSource has been a premier provider of the most scientific, evidence-based health risk assessment solutions and wellness tools, making it one of the longest-serving and most experienced companies in the industry. Chris, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Lonnie. I'm glad to be here. Can you give us a little history on health risk assessments, uh, how they came to be and why? Yeah, sure. Uh, You know, really they kind of go back to the life insurance market and uh, the whole idea of um, understanding someone's risk of death, really, and uh, are they going to outlive this term of uh, insurance that we're offering. And then over the years, those began to evolve, and you know, they'd look at key biometrics and risky recreational activities. Do you go skydiving and stuff like that? And then um, our founder in the late 70s, um, sort of took that and said, well, rather than just focusing on the sort of death risk elements, let's, let's look at actually the, the health side and specifically let's look at lifestyle behaviors uh, that drive some of the, the risk factors that people face on a, on a chronic disease front. And, uh, and so that's really where that began, and then ever since then they have evolved to encompass a lot more than just uh, chronic diseases like diabetes and cancer, but they also include um, you know, things that may be a little bit less easily diagnosed by a doctor in an annual physical, like uh, stress, uh, anxiety, those types of things. That's interesting. So... There's a lot of discussion now about population health. Uh, How do you view the future of population health and the health risk assessment as an evolving component of that? Yeah, well, you know, I I have an answer to that question, but if we were to speak again in a couple years, I'm sure I'd have a different answer, uh, which is indicative of how dynamic things are in population health right now. You know, by definition, population health is looking at the health of people at the macro level. But the trend is toward personalization. The key ingredient that's fueling that trend is technology. You know, 30 years ago, public health, as it was called, didn't have access to the technology of today, so it was a very nameless and faceless endeavor. But because of technology, we have the ability to personalize each user's experience. And the HRA plays a critical role in that process because it is the instrument that provides the personalized data that the rest of population health uses to personalize the experience. That's interesting. How much traction are workplace wellness programs getting? I guess what I'd like to know is what are the factors that influence more businesses to take uh, a proactive role in assessing and helping their employees to uh, achieve and maintain better health? 
Yeah. You know, when I started with WellSource almost six years ago, worksite wellness programs were in use by about half of all the employers, at least employers with, with 50 employees or more. Uh, today, that number is closer to 80%. Uh, in fact, companies today will oftentimes tout the benefits of their wellness program as a recruitment tool. Uh, and there's no shortage of studies that have been done that show the connection between healthy employees and a benefit for their employers. And it makes sense. I mean, when you feel strong and healthy at work, you can be more productive. Now this translates into easily quantifiable dollars with larger companies that are self-insured. And so if you as uh, an employer can engage your, for example, pre-diabetic employees and help them to make changes to avoid becoming a diabetic, it saves tens of thousands of healthcare dollars down the road. Okay. So um, what is the role and the interest of the health insurance companies and the health plans in determining a value and focus on population health generally and health risk assessment specifically? Well, you know, health plans have caught on to what employers figured out years ago. Uh, a healthier population is good for the bottom line, whether you're an employer or a health plan. So today we see health plans offering their members access to the same high quality wellness programs that employers offer to their employees. Uh, talk to any health plan and they can readily identify their highest cost members just by looking at the health claims that come in. The ones who deal with chronic illness and disease or visit the emergency room on a regular basis, you know, these are the folks. Um, but waiting to engage members until they hit the chronic disease state is focusing on the symptom, not the cause. It's kind of like waking up in the middle of the night to the smoke alarm going off and stumbling out of your bed, climbing up on a chair, and removing the batteries to make it be quiet. You can go back to bed and, and then another one goes off and so you go and do the same thing to that one and yeah, you're quieting the immediate noise but you're missing the cause of the problem and eventually that's going to catch up to you. And health plans have figured that out and they're attempting to engage their members early and help them make healthy choices. And health risk assessments help them identify members who are at eventual risk of chronic disease so that they can be proactive about that situation and engage them early. So, uh, you know, the health risk assessment uh, is a great concept, but I guess it's only as valuable as the commitment of the, the uh, end user member or employee to actually do it, uh, to, uh, you know, um, to complete the assessment. Uh, so uh, what do you see as some of the challenges regarding the engagement of employees or health plan members in the process of health risk assessments and, and for that matter, health-oriented behaviors as a result of the assessment? Yeah, well, that's, you know, you're, you're touching on the big one there. I mean, engagement is the first and biggest challenge that any program coordinator is going to have to overcome. And, you know, there's a variety of very legitimate reasons why people don't engage. Uh, specific to the HRA, you know, there's privacy concerns. Who's my information going to be shared with? 
I don't want my employer to know that I have high blood pressure, for example. Uh, there's scheduling issues. You know, my supervisor won't give me time to go get my screening done, even though the company says that they support it. Um, and you know, for others, it's maybe it's an accessibility concern. Uh, you know, where I work, I don't have easy access to a computer, so I can't get to the the HRA. All of these things are uh, are issues that. Uh, companies, health plans, whoever, have to address as they approach this idea of engagement. But you know, more generally than the health risk assessment, with people who need to lose weight or get more active or eat better or quit smoking or whatever, you're dealing with very foundational issues that human beings face. I mean, fear of failure, fear of rejection, shame. You know, and for some, mm -hmm. it, it, maybe it's just more of an education thing. Um, you teach people the benefits of changing and the dangers of staying the same, and they'll improve. But that's really the minority of people out there. For the majority, uh, you know, they need help. They need intervention. Um, it, it's not something that they're just going to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and, and make it happen. Um, and so our perspective is, you know, let's find a non-threatening area where the person wants to change, and let's start there. So often we want to go for the big gorilla in the room, um, you know, somebody who's 80 pounds overweight, let's say. Um, but if that's an area that that person is uh, reticent to want to change, um, you know, because they don't believe they can or they've tried a million times before or whatever, you're not going to have as, as great a success as if you could start with something that's a little bit smaller that they perceive as being more manageable and, uh, and help them make a positive change there. And then once they do, you can build on that success and work towards the, the bigger issues. That makes sense. Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit more about WellSource specifically. Uh, I'm trying to uh, understand where WellSource specifically sits in what I'll call the ecosystem of population health um, because you have obviously chosen to focus on that particular um, uh, capability, uh, whereas other wellness companies may or other companies that are involved with assessment of health risk may be more diversified. So um, why have you stayed focused on that one particular tool and, and how do you counter the impression that health risk assessments are fairly generic uh, uh, and not specific or evolutionary? Hmm. Yeah. Well, to the first question that you asked about where WellSource sits in the ecosystem, as you put it, which is a good term, uh, I guess you could say we were in the delivery room the day that it was born. Um, you know, back in the 70s, nobody was talking about wellness, uh, at least nobody but WellSource. By the early 80s, our founder, uh, Dr. Don Hall, had been highlighted in an issue of Time Magazine when their machine of the year was the personal computer that particular year. And he had invented the computer-based health risk assessment. And so they were, they were highlighting his innovative use of a computer there. Um, 
But really the idea there was to use that technology as a way to gather key health information across a broad and diverse population in a way that was far more efficient than you could do on a piece of paper, you know, handing it out to people. But his innovation focused not only on collecting data from the end user, but also on educating them about how to live healthfully. And 40 years later, we're still doing the same thing. And you're right, you know, there's a ton of health assessments out there that are generic. You know, just Google free health risk assessment, you're going to find dozens. But there are some out there that do it right. And a thoughtfully designed HRA that's built on modern technology can be very specific to the end user. In fact, we like to call our product the HRA that knows you. Uh, and we achieve that in a variety of ways. One example of that involves uh, the extensive use of very advanced branching logic, which allows us to collect only the relevant data points from each person. And we can do it quickly and accurately without sacrificing the breadth of information that a program administrator needs to effectively run their program. Uh, so this architecture that we use combined with an engaging user interface uh, creates an enjoyable experience that is both educational uh, but also you know, interesting to, uh, to actually use the thing. Well, uh, I guess I also want to understand who are WellSource customers? I, I assume health plans and workplace wellness companies are, are, are customer groups, but who else do you work with uh, to, to provide your, uh, your assessment services? Yeah, those two groups definitely make up the majority of our clients, but we also work in the provider space, you know, health systems, um, and taking a more preventive approach to patient care is increasingly becoming a focus of many of the health systems and sole practitioners out there. And I think that that's a critical element in the healthcare community because those are the folks that have the patient interaction. You know, they can get the engagement that others in the community so desperately are striving for. Um, and I'd like to see more health systems leverage that engagement to move beyond, you know, what I think of as sick care and truly provide health care by reinforcing the idea of prevention and the importance of lifestyle in enjoying a high quality of life. Oh, that, well, that totally makes sense, particularly uh, on the basis on which health systems and hospitals get reimbursed uh, for value-based care now. Uh, so I assume mm -hmm. it's uh, an increasingly uh, significant issue for them. So are, are you saying that's a, uh, another niche that you're developing or you're already deep into that space? I uh, wouldn't say as deep as we'd like to be, um, and, and I think primarily just because that segment of the healthcare community has been slower to evolve in this area. But as you point out, with the transition to value-based care, I mean, this is coming, you know, and so right. uh, we, we hope that we can be a part of that solution for them in, in helping to, you know, maybe not change the conversation, but just reinforce the elements of the conversation that extend beyond just treatment uh, 
um, and into prevention because that's really where we see uh, having a, a fundamental impact in the, the landscape of healthcare across our country today. So why do companies and organizations work with you uh, as opposed to uh, creating and providing their own health risk assessments? Yeah, that's a good question. So there was definitely a time when that was the trend. Uh, you know, er, in the early days, um, it, it, there, there was nobody out there doing it, and so it's like, what do these things even look like? And so, you know, a lot of companies came to WellSource. And then there was a time, particularly as the technology started to catch up, where people thought, well, maybe we can do this on our own. Um, but, but then I'd say in the last five years or so, people have begun to realize that HRAs are tremendously complex pieces of software. Uh, the spec for our scoring algorithm alone is over 100 pages long. And that's why there are far fewer HRA providers out there than there are wellness companies, only a fraction really. Um, when you look at the list of HR, HRA providers out there who have a product that has been independently certified for quality, uh, it's not very long. And maintaining an excellent HRA is a delicate balancing act between staying current on the latest medical understanding, uh, remaining on the leading edge of technology, which is you know, a full-time job to be sure, uh, adequately addressing the dynamic world of data security, which is a huge deal, and really just staying in touch with the changing needs of a very demanding market. So companies come to WellSource because of our reputation of providing the most evidence-based, scientifically valid HRA out there, uh, and because they don't have to give up control over their data. That's a big one. Our clients own the data that we collect for them and we've gone to great expense to give them full, unfettered, 24-7 access to it. And that's a big deal, particularly when compared to the prospect of maintaining something in-house. Uh, it's amazing the number of organizations that come to us after having used their own internally created HRA who can't really access their own data. I mean, this is their tool that they've created, but they that, that there's a lot of frustration within their organization by the people who are using this thing that they can't access the data in the way that they need. It's one thing to collect the data. It's another to be able to report on it. And our product comes complete with excellent aggregate reporting that allows a client to get their hands on their own data in a way that's very uncommon if you do it in-house. Yeah, you know, you mentioned security. Uh, uh, so I assume we're talking about uh, HIPAA, among other things. So, uh, uh, you know, if you're working with a um, another organization, uh, where, you know, who's responsible for the security, uh, and and where does that data reside in terms of HIPAA requirements? Yeah. Well, it, uh, I mean, really both parties are responsible, right? Because WellSource is going to host that data uh, on our own uh, HIPAA-compliant, secure servers, and we're going to take all of the necessary steps to ensure that that data is protected not only from 
you know, hackers or intrusion, but also just from loss and damage, whether it's, you know, uh, um, act of God or, or, you know, loss of power or what have you, you know, we've got all the redundant backups and things that are necessary for that. But then um, our application is also responsible for restricting access to that data to only people who are authorized. And so, for example, if one of our clients is working with an employer, um, you know, our product is not going to give access to that data to that employer. Um, and, but there, like I say, it's, there's, there's two elements to this, and that is our client also has a responsibility um, because they have to use our product in a, a correct and responsible way uh, to make sure that that data is kept secure inside of our system. And we have training to take them through how to do that. But it's definitely something that's on the top of everybody's mind in this industry uh, because you're right, there's important laws uh, out there governing this, but, but just common sense would say, you know, we've got to protect the end user's uh, right to privacy. So I, I noticed on your website that you appear to be also providing this um, uh, assessment resource uh, in, outside the U.S. Uh, and so I'm wondering, what do you see as the interest uh, in population health in other countries, and, and what role does WellSource want to play in that space? Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked that. That's, uh, that's a strategic area of growth for us. Uh, there is a tremendous demand around the world for wellness products from the U.S. You know, the, as a nation, we have been engaged in this effort longer than anyone, and most of our key learnings are directly transferable to other parts of the world. And so our vision is, you know, obviously we want to provide health risk assessments uh, here domestically, but, but that vision extends beyond our own borders. Uh, but we're, we're not just looking to take our American assessment and have Google translate it and then, you know, sell it somewhere else. Uh, taking that approach, we feel, seriously degrades the user experience, not to mention the validity of the data being collected. Our goal is to provide an assessment that is truly localized for the population that we're serving. So, of course, this means language, but it also takes into account the unique nutritional aspects of the people, uh, dialect nuances, and even cultural sensitivities of whatever group that we're working with. And because of the technology of our platform, and because we built it from the ground up to support an international scope, our product is flexible enough to deliver that kind of diverse user experience. Okay, that, that's, re that's really interesting to me, the, uh, the, the global uh, um, focus on population health. So it makes a lot of sense that, that you'd want to be part of that. Um, this has been great. How should our listeners contact you for more information? Yeah, well, you know, our website, uh, wellsource.com, is, is the best place to find out information about our company and our mission and the different health risk assessments that we offer. Okay, well, that seems uh, pretty simple. So that's wellsource.com. Yep. Well, thanks, Chris.
I really appreciate it. Uh, our, our guest today has been Chris McReynolds, CEO of WellSource. Please join us for our next podcast coming soon. This is Lonnie Hirsch wishing you much success in your healthcare business strategy.